and welcome to On Track Mind. This is episode two of the podcast. I'm joined by the lovely Jodie Fieldhouse. Hi. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> um, as you may know, Jodie has been racing in the GP2 Championship this the past year in BSB after two years out after COVID. So tell everyone about yourself. Give a little introduction. Um, I'm Jodie. I've been racing now for about seven years. Um, last year I did my first year on the GP2 bike in the British Superbikes GP2 class. Um, that was an experience to say the least. Um, and uh, <laughs> previously I've been racing the Moto3 in 2018 and 2019 in the British Superbikes. Um, and the plan for this year is to race the GP2 again in the Superbikes class. So when you say it was an experience, how was it last year for you? Like what how did you feel going through all of that because it must be stressful um yes I feel like I threw myself into a muddy puddle and didn't know where I was going um for the first <laughs> round, to be completely honest um I kind of just won it for the first two rounds because I didn't know what yeah. I was doing who I was or what bike I was even riding um <laughs> we had a lot of mechanical issues that were not major issues but just silly little things from the bike being so old that and being retired for three years prior to me riding it that came back out unfortunately um and it was also a massive eye-opener on how having two years out during covid actually puts you back Um, yeah but it we learned a lot a hell of a lot for the team we experienced things that we have never experienced before um we gone from running a like it's just a normal bike to running a race bike and we are doing okay at it now and we've fixed it which is important brilliant <laughs> so um, i was just gonna say on your instagram you could see like every like story was, was like has anyone got any of this like it or the bike's packed up and i could just see the frustration like how did get trying to get through that like how did that feel we're going you've had two years off you're trying to come back and then it's just one thing after the other yeah, the problem is we brought um, an Ariane 2 as a bike, um, and there's only two of them in the world um, oh. that we're aware of, or two of them in the UK that we're aware of, anyway. Um, oh. And um, so he's very bespoke. There's nothing else like him. Um, but also they were built in 2013 and raced in 2014 and 2015, and then they were then retired. So we brought him out of retirement in 2020. Um, okay. So he's, he'd been sat. For a very long time yes. on display in a bike cafe of all places <laughs> um, yeah so he come off of a display and although we really wanted him to be a race bike I don't think he wanted to be a race bike mm. again um, <laughs> so everything that had been sat for the last three years had broken but it broken individually so we'd fix everything that we thought needed to fix it in, and then we'd ride it and then five other things would oh. break and then it'd do that again every single round to us and it wasn't because of the fact that we weren't looking after it properly. It was just like, oh, this swinging arm's been in it for the last seven years. So let's just make yeah. that a problem. <laughs> like, but it's the sort of things we can't replace until they're broke. Sort yeah. Of thing. And with that, with it constantly, something happening, did you sort of second guess it and was like, is it really worth it? Like, what was your like thought process and mindset through that? Um, there was many times where we were about to go out and skip. I won't lie. Yeah. Um, there was actually many race meetings where there was like tears and arguments and we run it as a family yeah. as well so it's just me my mum my dad and my boyfriend that run this bike and there was times where I thought it was going to send us all in our own separate ways and no one wanted to talk to each other <laughs> <laughs> and 
we would come home from race meetings and not talk to each other because mm. we were so angry at it because it just kept letting us down. Um, and it actually got to the point where my dad was like, I'm not doing it. I'm done with it. Um, if you want to race, you buy another bike. I'm not looking at it. And I got myself so fixated in the mindset. I was like, I either do it on this bike or I don't do it on anything just to prove to myself that I can do it. So yeah. I feel like I was so frustrated and so upset and there were so many tears, but I just had to push through it. It's one of those things. I just wasn't ready to give up on it and I'm still not ready to give up on it. Yeah. So coming into this year, obviously we've got a couple months until it all starts back up again. What is your mindset yeah. going into it after last year? Like, how are you feeling about this coming season? Yeah, very positive mindset. Um, trying to stay very positive into it. Um, last year was a massive learning year. Mm. We learned a lot. Um, it was a tough year. This year to us is going to be a, all right, we've learned it. We've played with it. We've worked out somewhat of what we're mm. doing. So next year, like this year coming up, we'll push. We need to be like going for better lap times. We need to have a better setup. We need to know what we're doing before we actually get there, yeah. which would probably be a better <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a very positive mindset. We've all gone into it. We've done a lot of research over the winter. We've spent a bit of money on it. We've put new things on it that we think are going to benefit us. So it's all very positive at the minute. Good. We're all looking forward to it. Um, so we've got four days out here um, this week. It's the first time I'm riding this year. But we're looking forward to it, positive, and just focused on coming out quicker than we did last yes. year. Which is amazing. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's so good to see because I think there's definitely been... Um, a growth in the amount of um, girls and women getting involved in racing. But for a few years, you were one of the only sort of within the BSB world, the only one really. Obviously now we've got like the younger FHO girls, they're coming through. But when you did your first big race meeting and you turned up and were probably one of the only girls or there wasn't many of you, how did you find that coming into it? Um, so my first race meeting I rocked up to, I was the only girl. It was just me. Um, and I didn't really look at it any different. Like, I know I'm the only girl, and I know it's slightly different. Yeah. But I feel like we we can do it, so why should it be like, yeah. be one of those things where I make a fuss? Yeah. You get some people are brilliant about it and don't really look at you any different. You get other people that really don't like to be beaten by a girl, um, and it shows sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's getting better now. So my first race season race, I was the only girl. And the second year in, like one more crept in and then you get one more the year after. Yeah. And there seems to be more coming in yes. now, which is quite nice. Yeah. And um so the mindset for the whole girls and racing thing yeah. has opened up definitely hundred percent. It's loads better than it used to be. Hundred percent. And it, it's like I I wouldn't imagine getting involved on the content side of things if I hadn't seen that growth in women and girls getting involved. But um when you said that there is people that don't like to get beaten by a girl, they don't have the right mindset about it. How do you navigate that? Because I don't, I have times where people have said something to me and I'm like, oh God, uh, I don't know what to do. Like, how do you deal with it? Because you've got to go out and race 10 minutes later. Like, I used to get very upset about it. I'm like, oh, like, it's, it's not the same. No one's treating me the same. I don't like it everything like that whereas if now I'm very much in the mindset where if they're funny with it I'd just be like okay then whatever laugh yeah. about it and ignore it because it's only gonna affect I feel like it affects them more than it affects me yeah. if that makes sense um so I it, don't think of it like that I always think of it in the way now where if all right my bike's bright pink and it stands yes, out I love it 
<laughs> but if I rocked up to the grid in a black on black bike in completely black leathers and tucked all my hair away and kept my visor shut, they wouldn't know. Yeah, no one would know. So I don't know why it should be any different because they do know. Yeah. So I just put myself in very much that mindset where if you can adjust to the way that things are now and the fact that girls are coming and we're getting better at what we're doing and we're getting quicker and we're learning, it's just as on you. Yeah. We, we are coming. We're coming <laughs> we definitely are. Um, and with results, with um, obviously you've won championships before, you've won quite a few. Um, but in the especially your class in GP two, the front five, ten, however many are guys. Like how when you have a result and it's like I'm not up there with them. What? How do you? feel about that like how do you sort of cope um so I'm obviously the only girl in my class in the GP2 at the moment um and the front boys in it um are fast very very fast they've been riding those bikes majority of them or bikes for a very long time um and they've got a lot of talent so I knew I was going to be further back the pack than what I started um and at the start of the year, it was a bit heartbreaking because I used to be one of those people at the front and now it's like, oh, I'm one of yeah. people at the back again. Um, so it was a little bit disheartening at first and I used to come in frustrated at myself, be quite upset. But then everyone would be like, well, you've just gone four seconds a lap faster, so what are you upset exactly, for? Exactly, yeah. I'm like, yeah, but I'm still last. And they're like, yeah, but you're four seconds faster than you were yeah. last time out. <laughs> so I had to very much change my mindset at the start of the year. Um from going from I'm still last to oh I've actually gone four seconds faster in this Mm. one or I was seven seconds behind in the last one but now I'm only three seconds behind um yeah and there's very much that mindset but the boys at the front of the class are they are quick and they're very 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 talented riders um and at this point and where I am on this bike at the stage I'm at the best thing I can do is learn from them so when they come past me is just to take on and learn and just do everything they can do because I've got less experience. I'm a girl, so unfortunately that means we are slightly weaker, slightly smaller, which means it's harder. Yeah. Um, and also a female mindset is we don't do something fast until we've perfected it. So we'll yeah. do it and do it and do it and do it and it'll be rubbish. And then suddenly we'll go out there and do it really, really fast. And everyone's like, well, why did you do that? Why did you wait so long? And I'm like, because I had to know what I was doing first. Yeah, I can vouch for that. Yeah. <laughs> so there are quite a few girls, there's quite a few women in the industry that they sort of almost resent the fact that the guys are ahead of them but you're clearly very open to it you know that you know they are quick and you said you learn from them you bet you they're beneficial to you what made you have that mindset instead because it's so easy for in a male-dominated industry for women to resent the industry they're in I think because I think it's because like they are naturally in this kind of sport they've got a benefit to it yeah um, and there is more of them so it's never going to be a female dominated sport because <laughs> yeah. you can't get one girl to come along in a class and top it so it's it's always going to be a male dominated sport um and it could be easy to resent them but I think you just got to learn off of them because also if you're the girl at the front I can guarantee they hate you for it yeah <laughs> so um, it's the other way it's more the other way around I think the best way to do is just to look at them as help and just appreciate it and nine times out of ten when you start getting yourself in the front they're good as gold with you and I feel like actually sometimes they think it's great fun yeah so and I, I've been at the front and I, I know how it feels to be at the front and the people behind you that don't like you being at the front so and I feel like the other way around I'm not at the front but I actually enjoy 
the people at the front being around me because I just learned so much when yeah. I was there. And that, I think that's amazing to have that mindset because it's so easy to sort of have a negative look on it. It was like, well, I'm not doing this because they're doing that. And I, and it is really hard sometimes. Um, and with that, you have a very, very positive mindset about it. Um, and it shows that you are extremely strong. But in, so you said you took two years out in your career. Have you ever thought, not just because of um, your gender, not just because of having two years out or whatever, have you ever felt that your mental health has sort of like dropped slightly because of what you do? Um, yeah, talk me through that. Yeah, big time. I was having a really strong year on the Moto3 in 2018 and I come back at the start of 2019 even stronger. Um, and I unfortunately got taken out by someone who was behind me um, that on the last lap on the last corner just wiped me clean out and it broke my arm before I'd even fallen off the bike. That set me back quite drastically because it was almost like it, because I had gone so many years there without being injured, without having any issues. Yeah. And that set me back quite a lot. And I managed for 2019 to get my courage back, get my strength back and enjoy myself again. Um, and those few months after that were stressful because I couldn't do it. I was upset. I couldn't work out why I couldn't do it. My mind just wasn't there. It wasn't fully there for me. Mm. Um, and then I managed to just get myself going again at the end of 2019. And I unfortunately had a heavy setback again at the start of 2020. I had a nasty crash on the Moto2. Um, the first time I walked away, fine but the bike didn't and yeah. we rebuilt the bike like race teams do you get it going again and I got on it and I couldn't ride it and I was so upset because I couldn't ride it and I couldn't work out what was wrong with it and I was convinced it was me and I was convinced it was in my head and then I rode it somewhere else and it did the same again I still couldn't ride it and I was just getting even more I was just digging myself in a deeper yeah. hole because I was getting so upset and so stressed and I couldn't work out what was going on um and then I unfortunately had another nasty crash on it, which broke my collarbone. And it put me so far back at that point that I just didn't even know who I was or what I was doing. Yeah. And all I've known for the last however many years is bikes. And my whole life evolves around yeah. it. Like, I don't know anything different. And it got to the point where I just looked at the bike and I was like, I, d- I don't even know how to get on it anymore. I've put myself that far back and dug myself in such a deep hole. Um, we luckily managed to find out that it wasn't the bike. It wasn't me, sorry. It was the bike. Yeah. Um, there was issues with the bike that was causing the issues. But because I dug myself in such a deep hole, it took me so long to get back out of it, um, which is part of the reason that we ended up taking 2020 out because I struggled so much with it. I struggled massively with my mental health on it. Mm. Um, and then 2021 was the same. My mindset was miles away. Um, I was getting on it. I was pushing my hardest and I was coming back in and I was still like 10, 12 seconds off of the pace that I could do on my Moto3 bike. Um, I had everyone trying to do everything we could. We kept throwing things at the bike, trying to make that better. And it all just came down to my head. It wasn't there. It wasn't It wasn't right. Yeah. Something wasn't clicking. Um, and I just couldn't seem to get myself out of that loop. Like, I was so upset about the fact that I was going so, so slow. But because I was so upset about it, I wasn't focusing on it. So I couldn't get myself to go faster to make myself feel better. Um, yeah. I got myself in that loop with it for so long. And it wasn't until someone invited us. They invited us out to um, Supermoto Land in Spain to go race for them. And I thought, I don't really want to do it. And they were like, no, it's a completely different bike to you, different track, everything, just do it. And it like switched my mindset from day to night because I got back on it. I was like, I can do it. Wow. I enjoyed it. And it was good fun. And I was slower than I normally was, but it was like, it woke everything back up. Yeah. I remembered who I was. I remember what I was doing. And I managed to come back here and jump back on that motor too afterwards. And I was still slower, but I was like a ridiculous amount faster yeah. than what I was when I went out there. 
And then it was just a case of chipping away at it and chipping away at it. And it's still hard now. I still have yeah. times I cried quite a few BSB meetings last year because I just got myself in a loop again. Like it broke down three times in one yeah. weekend. And I was like, what on earth am I supposed to do? Because I can't do it or um, little things like that. And it does set me back. It doesn't take a lot either <laughs> to set me back. But I feel like I'm a lot more positive now than I was a couple of years ago. But 2020 and 2021 were, they were tough yeah. for all of us. It wasn't just me. My dad, who built my bike for me, was struggling because he got to the point where he's like, I don't even know what to do. I can't make it any better yeah. than I can do better. He was just throwing bike parts oh, at it just in hope that something would literally turn my mindset. Like, if I asked for it, he was like, yeah, go for it, have it. Just to try yeah. and make, almost like turn a light switch on and just get something going again. My other half was the same. I was coming in and asking for setups. And he was like, that's completely different to what you need. But if that's what's going to make it work, we'll just try it. Yeah. Um, and my mum wrapped it up and she wrapped it all pretty for me and hoped that that bring me back. And she like, surprised, I was away for a week and she surprised me with a new wrap and wrapped them completely pink because that's what I'd always wanted. Oh, wow. And we worked so hard as a team and it, it drained all of us because it got to the point where we were like, we just can't do this. And what are we doing wrong? Mm. So I think at the end of last year at BSB to be able to stand there and be like, I beat my personal best at every single circuit. I went quicker than I did every single circuit and I achieved a lot. It was almost like we finally did it. And it was like a positive mindset, which I think is why this year we've gone into it with such a positive mindset. Because like, last year was good. We can do it this year. Yeah. And it's it's so amazing because, you know, racing families, they will do anything to make it happen. Like it doesn't matter what it is. All the money goes to the bike. It goes to the racing. And it's amazing to hear that they just wanted that that switch to go for you to go it's fine but obviously obviously it takes more than that and that experience on the supermoto just clicked it for you um yeah Yeah. and did you sort of you know obviously it sort of switched for you that I can do it but did it also change your mindset or for 2022 so when you were racing you were like well no I you know the complete mindset switch did you realise how important it was then? And then you realised I didn't have that before. Yeah, definitely. So I was, I went to Silverstone really positive, had a positive weekend. Um, and then we went into Donington, which was a lot tougher. And almost instantly I slipped straight back into, I can't do this. This is too quick. I can't do it. I can't keep up. And it was almost instant. And the team did have to stand there and almost stand in front of me and be like, sort yourself out because we're not doing this again. Yeah. <laughs> we're not doing round two. Yeah. Um, and it makes a difference like when the, when I do finally wake up and I'm in a positive mood and I've done it and I'm just like do you know what it'll be what it'll be and I just chill out yeah. I go so much better and it definitely woke me up to how much of a difference a mindset can make but I also understand how hard it can yeah. be to change that mindset as well. have you is there anything in like your life that you've implemented like to sort of help with that mindset like is your training harder are you doing different things around you know to help the racing or are you sort of just taking it day by day um, I try to make sure we stay on a bike as much as possible yeah. now because I think that was the worst thing. Obviously, no one's fault, but during COVID, we all had six yes, months off. Yeah. Um, that didn't help because yeah. I got on the bike, crashed it, broke my collarbone, and then couldn't ride for six weeks, six yeah. months because you were stuck. The UK you went had, to lockdown. Had my drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we try to get on bikes as frequently as possible now. Um, even my little supermoto, which I unfortunately blew up last week, so that's the end of that. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, we um try to get that out on a Sunday as and when we can yeah um to try and keep me just keep myself going and if I have a bad day on a bike we just brush it off and go somewhere that I enjoy afterwards mm. 
So if I've had a bad day on the little bike and I didn't like it because I wasn't as quick, we're just like, okay, well, next weekend we'll book this track because I like that track and I'm faster. So let's go and have a little mindset boost and then we'll come back to doing what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, well, you you know, you. I'm very grateful that you've taken the time to speak to me because obviously you're over in Spain and you you told me before we started recording that you you chose a circuit that's three hours away from the airport. Like it's not yeah. it's not close. Um, but do you think like making those sacrifices? Yes, it's three hours extra, but I enjoy it. It will make you feel comfortable. Do you think that does play into it? Yeah, definitely. And the reason I've chosen this circuit is because we came here at the start of um just fixing the motor too so when I just started to learn to ride properly again and I've got all my data from that and I've got all my lap times from that and I've got everything so I know for a fact tomorrow that realistically I should go out there and smash that lap time within a couple of laps and that is just the mindset boost I need. amazing I feel like to, yeah to be able to say because it was like this time last year where we came out and to be able to be there like it's one year apart I'm this much quicker it's just going to do everything for me the circuit out here very 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 technical yeah um so it's a hard circuit to learn and it's a hard circuit to ride around. But I just know that that last year's time to this year's time, she's going to just, that's going to be like, we did it. We finally, yeah. we can see an achievement in that. That's amazing. And what, what circuit are you at? Um, we are riding at Andalusia. Oh, okay. Yeah. So a year apart from when you last were there. And the fact that you made a conscious choice to be like, no, we are going to compare data. We are going to do this just shows how important it this mindset is because in this sport you know I don't personally race so I can't you know sit there and say oh I know but from speaking to many people you you've got to put the effort in to have a natural mindset if that makes sense yeah definitely yeah and with that obviously the mindset can play into like different aspects of your life and things but what would you say has been your greatest achievement in your race career so far? Um, in 2017, I took my little 450 mm-hmm. that for I'd ridden for the last three rounds and struggled with. Um, and I kept telling everyone that it wasn't quite right. And then we'd finally found the problem with it. And I jumped back on it after we finally fixed it. And I led my first ever proper race. Wow. Um, my first ever super teams race and I'd gone from being like 10th 11th and I led it and I spent an entire 12 lap race battling for first place and I come out on top and I won it and I come across that start and finish line to my dad hanging over the pit wall literally screaming as he come <laughs> over because I'd won my first proper race um and I think that will always be my greatest yeah. achievement because it's my first race win I was the first ever female to win Amazing. that race Amazing. Um, and I was the first person that year to stick a 450 on the like top staff of the podium um, and the first girl to stick a 450 on the podium so I come out of that race so many achievements up um, and I think just that the like coming down that start finish tucked in knowing there's five bikes behind me all battling for this space thinking I've got to do it I've got to do it just seeing my dad hanging over the side of the pit wall just cheering and I don't think I've seen the man smile so much in my entire life but it was just like that'll always a memory that'll stick yeah. with me. He was supposed to be running my pit board and he actually got that annoyed because he couldn't keep up because we were changing spaces that much that he threw it down the pit lane and decided he wasn't doing that. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, he said he kept sticking out and it'd have like P1 or P2 and then I'd come around and be like fifth and then he'd put fifth out and I'd be first. So he was like, oh, I'm done with yeah. that. <laughs> just sacked it off. So you should have a placard there with your name on it with all your achievements on it. <laughs> yeah definitely definitely um you um, were the only girl at that race meeting as well 
So yeah, you were first yeah, girl to put it on the top step on a 450. First girl to win that race. I'm the only girl there yeah. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely. insane. Yeah, definitely. It's a very, very good achievement. Um, and I'll stay. I'll always remember it mm. to this day. It's definitely the first thing I did. I've won races since, but they're never just going to be quite mm. the same as that one. Yeah. And I think it's safe to say that, um, you know, it it's hard, I think, especially within like the BSB sort of world. It's like if you're not at the front, people don't see you. Um even on like social media and things but I think it is fair to say that I've spoken to many people and I said well Jodie you know she she's doing incredible like, oh my yeah like people know you and I think that's so amazing because you're a role model to young girls like I've spoken to girls and they've said oh she she does an amazing job and I'm like exactly and I think it's so refreshing to see you know you should 100% be proud of yourself <laughs> Thank you. It's literally comments like that that make it all worthwhile. Um, definitely things like that. So even when I've had my toughest races, we've come in and there's been like a little girl there that's yeah. um, cheered me on or she's waved me and she said that she was screaming for me the whole race. I think I've just had a rubbish race, but that makes it yeah. so worth it. And then it's definitely, I've had people keep me going from things mm-hmm. like that. Like um, there's a couple of little girls that I, that run on the, well, they're not little anymore. They were little when I first <laughs> knew them. But they've all now gone up onto match kits. Um, and I've known them since they were really, really small riding them um and they'll always like straight over to see me they get so excited to share a track with me and everything Mm. like that and I feel like that just makes it all worthwhile as well it it just opens everything back up and it makes it so like positive and to see the people that cheer me on and make it happy even when I've had a bad race it it boosts mindset again it comes all down to that it's definitely something that helps it fuels your fire so um and I remember when um my I first sort of got into racing with my dad um he was as soon as I sh- got some form of interest in it he was like oh well, well Jodie does this Jodie Fieldhouse and I was like okay I'll look on Instagram like all of this or and every every time since he's been like have you seen what she's doing like you're you're very much like my dad's like look at what she's doing like she should be a role model and you know I'm not trying to kiss your ass or anything but honestly I I think you're incredible like I uh, if you probably don't remember it's fine I won't take it personally but if I've come over to you at stuff and my dad's like she loves your stuff and I always get really shy because right. I'm like I don't yeah. know what to say to you because I feel like there's so many things to say I do remember that <laughs> and I, I remember those faces <laughs> I, I would like to remember the people that have like if someone comes and says oh they've come and see me here I'm like yeah I, I know I've seen, I've seen you I like to make sure I know everyone and I appreciate everyone as much as they show interest yeah. to me because honestly comments like that mean the world to us as all of us as a family and as a small team yeah and I just want to say thank you for not only inspiring me because you know I there's other people that have inspired me to start on track mind but a big part of it is well I am a girl there I don't know if it's right for me um so you've definitely boosted that I'm like you Sophie McGinn and all, all those amazing girls like I'm like they can do it so can I um even if I don't race I'm still involved and I don't think I would have done it without especially you your help but you didn't know you were helping (laughs) I always say that if you think you can do it you can do it and girls can do it too and actually sometimes girls can do it just as good if not better yeah so the best thing to always say is you can do it so if you say can I do that yeah you can do it I love that um and I always ask my guests on On Track Mind, um, 
any advice they'd give to x y and z so for you um what advice would you give to young girls trying to come through and get into racing you can do it yeah and everyone will tell you you can but you can and you'll love it once you do it and it's going to be tough it's not going to be an easy ride it's going to be hard you're going to spend a lot of time stressed (laughs) (laughs) but for every second that you're out on that bike it's absolutely worth it because the second your helmet goes on and that bike revs up it's like a completely different world in there no one talks to you yeah no one says anything you're in your own space and there's just no feeling like it so if you're thinking about it do it you won't regret it and it'll be the best thing that you do and I can promise that wow yeah I'm gonna take that on board personally as well um (laughs) you're doing a really good job with everything you're doing here as well I appreciate you inviting me on today oh thank you so is there anything you want to sort of plug do you want to sort of give a little shout out to just shout out to everyone that keeps me going basically everyone that tells me I've done well on a bad day um everyone that tells me I've done well on a good day everyone that's there that comes by the awning to come and take pictures to come and get signatures to buy hoodies that keep us going on the track like if it wasn't for all of you guys we wouldn't be doing half the things that we do um and just everyone that's helped out like we've got a huggers club this year they've helped out massively we wouldn't be sat here in Spain right now if it wasn't yeah um so just everyone like that, everyone that takes the time to make a comment, that makes takes the time to swing by and takes the time to just drop or donate any money to us. That is amazing. And I can't thank everyone enough for everything that and all of my sponsors that keep us yeah. going. And there's a, am I right in saying there's a link where people to, can donate and everything? Yeah. So in my Instagram bio, we have a GoFundMe link um, for that. Or we also run a Huggers Club, which means it's £150, but you get your name on the bike for the whole year. Um, so you stay on the bike, he comes to every single round and you get a little goodie box with a mug and a hoodie and stuff like that in. So yeah, Amazing. and that helps keep us yeah. going. And your Instagram will be linked in the description of these so people can go and check it out straight from there. So yeah, definitely drop me a message if you want to know anything. I can answer your questions. I can give support where it's needed. Or if you just want to have a chat, I'm there to have a chat. Yeah. I love a chat. <laughs> You'll be getting me messaging you now. I'm like, JJ, I just want to chat. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I would love a chat, especially for anyone that just feels like they need someone to chat to as well. Mm. That's the important thing. I'm always here for a chat. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank definitely. you so much for joining me. I really appreciate your time, especially, you know, you're over in Spain. It's taking time to chat to me. It's, I'm so grateful. Um, Keep doing what you're doing. You're smashing it. And I think everyone everyone agrees. So, yeah. Thank you for having That's me. Right. I really appreciate the invite. It was really nice to be invited. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.